You're listening to 50% Facts, the show where we try to answer specific questions on an individual topic, and then at the end, we bring in an expert to give you the real answers. I'm Jim McDonald. And I'm Mike Farr. Welcome to our show. The, 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 the common question, uh, uh, favorite movies of all time, right? Everyone always talking about favorite movies of all time. And one of the, my favorite movies of all time that I never bring up in the discussion, I just always forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly, because of the multiple layers of human in it, Lion King is, oh. is one of the best movies yeah. of all time. I think it's for sure my favorite Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure my favorite Disney movie. But I think, honestly, it's, uh, we always talk about Star Wars. You and I both love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. I love kind of the fantasy. I love some real, you know, more serious gangster-ish type. Departed, Inception, yeah. Interstellar. There's a lot of different types of movies I like. Remember the Titans, favorite movies of all time. But I think, honestly, if I had to just, if I had to just downright stamp one, it might be Lion King. <laughs> I don't know, but the new trailer, I don't yeah. know if you saw that. Yeah, I did see that. It looks pretty good. So good. So good because uh, they also have a new Aladdin coming. Yeah. That's real life. And I'm a huge Will Smith fan. Mm-hmm. And Will Smith's going to be the genie. And I'm very excited about that. But I don't know if I can do the mix of kind of real life CGI-ish, like real, real, real animation, and then little human Aladdin. I don't know if I like that. Where Lion King's like all just the real, because they're fucking lions. They're all, <laughs> they're all real. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't like the mix of Aladdin. I don't think Aladdin. Like, uh, what's uh, what's the other one that just came out? Beauty and the Beast. One, I think Beauty and the Beast is overrated. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I think it's overrated as a movie in general. Yeah. The story. Get out of here, uh, Gaston. I don't give a fuck about you. Uh, and then the remake. Yeah, because it's the, the Beast is kind of CGI'd. Yeah. And it's good CGI, but it's not. It's not it. It's yeah. not it, guy. Now, of those movies, the one I've actually seen is one that, uh, based on one of my favorite animated Disney uh, films of all time, Jungle Book. Jungle Book's good. So, have you seen the live action Jungle Book? The newish. Yeah. Four years ago. Or yeah. That was good. Like three years ago. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, I saw it in one of those theaters that the seats move and, oh. and you've got the sound closer yeah, yeah. to you. I've never been to those. It was yet. very trippy. I, was, I thought we were actually going to get one of those here in Sacramento, but we didn't. We have everything but that. I think we have one of the Burbs. Oh, possibly. I think it's uh, Folsom. Okay. That's possible. Yeah. yeah. I, I, we just got the new ones with the reclining seats and it's assigned seating and just like the best way to see a movie that doesn't involve liquor that's all i need uh so downtown though they got booze yeah they do yeah they can, you can get it it's Beer not like wine yeah i was thinking about some of the ones that um it's like a dinner deal those are okay i, I think, haven't done one of those so i did one of those we also have it out in the burbs and the food wasn't as expensive as i thought i feel like i did oh, yeah. a whole like meal for 20 30 bucks oh, which you would expect to be yeah popcorn's 15 yeah exactly. um the seats were okay I, so i'm more i, I just want a comfy ass seat i want a reserve seat so i don't have to sit in the corner right and even now though the way they make the the comfy seats like every seat you can see the movie pretty good like i remember back yeah. in the day being in the corner Arden, the old domes at Arden, yeah, yeah. you'd be in the corner and you're you're doing yoga just yeah. to be able to see the entire fucking screen. And then you have a kink in your neck because you're you're literally like twenty degrees at an angle to it. Where now they they just don't put that many seats in there, which is kind of nice. Right? Yeah, they make they make a hot, little higher demand because there are fewer seats. Yeah, available. which I'm all about. I'm yeah. all about that. 
I have to say that the, my worst experience was sitting really close to a screen was sitting in the front row for a movie called The Crying Game way, way back in the day. And the deal about that movie was that you think that a particular character is female through most of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then what you find out is that, no, it's not a, a female. And you find this out by seeing this person's Oh stuff! Yes, you got the close yeah, up. yeah, and it's really, cl- really yeah. close in the front front Nuts row. It was a lot. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. I think my worst close movie experience is uh, one of the Bourne movies. Oh, oh my god! Did you get sick to your stomach? Oh afterwards? my god! <laughs> You're just having a fucking shaky I'm having a stroke. Like and I was probably only seventeen or something, you know. But yeah. I'm so close. I felt like you're in a fucking rave. You can't see anything. The, it's this is probably 2006 or whenever that yeah. shit came out. So the pixels on the screen suck too. Yeah, and you're just fucking freaking out the entire time. They've really improved that. I don't need the food. I've seen fancy vlogs uh, of other YouTubers mm-hmm. in, around the nation, and they have like a whole food court before you go in. Mm-hmm. You get like pizza and, and kind of walk up windows. I think mm-hmm. that's a great idea, but I don't even need that. Uh, 11 bucks isn't too expensive for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I want a nice seat. I want good sound. I want a good little theater. Bada boom, bada bing. You know, this is off topic, but not. Um, there's a place that's opening downtown uh, across the street from the arena called The Bank, and it literally was a bank. In oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there are, it's like a giant food court. Yeah, I'm excited. And there are like 10 or something different restaurants in there. You've been to the one in uh, Columbus near the Arnold that everyone always rolls to? Yeah. I, I hope it's like that. I, I don't know. That's but what I'm hoping. I know that one of them has chicken and waffles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there's another place that has like amazing liquor, like yeah. whiskey, like yeah. a whiskey. I'm stoked. That's way too close to my house. That's going to be Yeah, dangerous. it's very, very close that's to your house. That's going to be dangerous. Uh, yeah. I love that. The one at the Arnold's really nice. I've been to one in Toronto that's really nice. And yeah. then Italy. Yeah, Italy was awesome. Yeah, like an Italy type thing that's not necessarily just Italian, uh, but if they have a little bit of market to take home and a little bit of hot food, that's all. We need some of that. I'm excited. <laughs> we might be a little bit prejudiced about uh, about Italy. We might like it a little bit more because we got recognized there yeah, and, and, and <laughs> in, we got, in Manhattan. And we got twenty dollar uh, espresso. Yes, I should have bought a bag. I'm gonna go buy a bag. It was a hundred dollar bag of coffee, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and I'm not that guy. I'm, but sometimes you got to be that guy. I, but it does make a difference, though. I mean, oh yeah, for good sure. Coffee good beans coffee. make a difference. We we need to do a, an episode on coffee or a couple of them. Yeah, I, my mom ha- took a couple classes. Wish my mom knows olive oil and honey, like Ooh. expert level, national world judge level. Olive oil is a big deal because um, UC Davis, which was close to us yeah. here, did a study, or actually I think they do a study every year where they look at. Um, Olive oils and they test them for purity and yeah, that's what my it's... mom does. Oh, with Davis. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we she... need to get your mom's in here. So she does that, and then they fly her to L.A. and she does an international one. So mm-hmm. she'll trust uh, oils from Spain, Italy, all that, and judge them. That's I, I think amazing. there's two things. I think there's sensing. I think what you're talking about is sensing, and you say you give it qualities: oaky, mm-hmm. fucking fruity, mm-hmm. whatever. And then mm-hmm. there's judging, which is just like yours sucks. Mm-hmm. Yours, yours is the best in California, and I think she does both. And they also do an analysis of like what's really in him. Yeah, if it's UC r- Davis does r- like a chemical yeah, yeah, analysis, yeah, yeah. like whether it's rancid or whether it's really yeah. olive oil or whether it's really extra virgin, which I don't even know what that means exactly. Either. Yeah, my mom knows all that, and then, and I think she's done some coffee, and then a little bit of chocolate, but she's not like the. Like she's fucking real shit in the other ones. In those ones, she's just a little baby wannabe. I would like to do coffee, though. 
Like if I could really know what the hell I'm like, I know what I like. Kind of mm-hmm. like wine. I'd like to do wine too. Now that I'm getting a little older, like I mm-hmm. like some wines. Like we just had a bottle of wine. Me and my guy Connor here, a romantic night of video <laughs> games and wine. I, re- I, <laughs> my house it sucks because my house is nice and, and I put a lot of time and like I, 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 I tried to color coordinate my whole living room. Uh-huh. Furniture's nice. It's pretty bare bones right now, but like we got, we got the minimums, but they look really nice. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes down to things, you just don't know you have. Like I didn't get married. <laughs> you know, you get married and then you get yeah. every gift in the world, right? And you're like, oh, I have this fucking wine stopper for no reason mm-hmm. because uh, uncle jimmy sent it i don't have that mm-hmm. so me and him are playing some video games and i'm like our, our buddy shout out to our boy kyle's drinking whiskey or something and so we're like all right we'll have a drink with you a virtual drink of course uh and so like <laughs> i think all we have is wine uh, so i pop the bottle of wine i run it downstairs it's a three-story house connor's on the very bottom i'm on the very top uh-huh. so i'm running fucking laps <laughs> and, and all i have is like the most tip my glasses are like the most typical restaurant glasses mm. just square like octagon fucking mm. glasses and i come down with a fucking huge thing of wine but it was delicious it was delicious wine but i, I wanted to know why it was delicious and how to buy another bottle of delicious well from a glassware perspective i'm a big fan of the uh stemless wine glass oh yeah that's cool looking too i like yeah, that yeah, too yeah. Uh, maybe then, we, yeah we should, i should just go buy a four pack i'm an idiot there you go yeah, I have I have some cool ones. I bought a Bed Bath and Beyond's a wild place, and I'm not the guy. I went on a rant the other day too. I I hate all you people on the internet that are like, oh, I'm excited for a vacuum for Christmas. Adulting, fuck you. You're if you're excited for a vacuum that has nothing to do with being an adult, that has you like houseware. If you like houseware, you do you. But I'm a fucking adult, and I've never been excited about sheets, socks vacuums microwaves <laughs> none of it. it's all pain in the ass but if you're someone who wants to sponsor this show and you sell those things i now love vacuums yeah <laughs> hook us up all of a sudden i'm a huge dyson fan uh, hook us up but uh so i don't get excited about bed bath and yon but right. they do have some cool shit uh coffee like things i actually like right like coffee makers mm-hmm. maybe a, a nice little wine glass mm-hmm. a whiskey glass looks cool mm-hmm. i don't even drink whiskey uh even though I, I had a really expensive whiskey the other day what was it i should have sent you a picture you would have known I don't know what the fuck it was. It was like two hundred fifty dollar bottle. There's whiskey in this room. Oh, see, see, we'll we'll do a drunk episode one day. We'll do we'll do, we should do a whiskey tasting. We should. We, we, uh, what do we what do we got coffee. We could do olive oil. Olive oil is popular. Yeah. And mom will come down here, and then we'll do a, a, a whiskey somehow. There you go. But now we got to talk about. <laughs> I don't remember what was it. Uh... Fake so, sugar. Oh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> but now we got to talk about one of my other addictions: <laughs> energy drinks. Diet soda, fake sugar, is it going to kill me? It could. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Uh, Trump, uh, <laughs> we're not going to get political here, but people think Trump's insane because he drinks, what was the number? I got to Google this. There was some It's number, like a 12-pack or so, There was right? some number. No, I think it was worse. Because when I heard it, even me, like my dad drank a good amount. He drank regular soda, yeah. but he drank a good amount. And even me, I'll drink, I'll drink two, two diets, three diets a day and not, yeah, not I, like yeah. that high, you know? Uh, but this number, I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I know that uh, I've listened to other podcasts where they talk about cutting out diet soda to see what it does. And and to be honest with you, uh, the thing that resonated with me was one guy said, I'm really reluctant to do it because I don't want to cut out my best gas pedal. Yeah. Well, it, it, that's what I'm going about everything, man. Like, I'll, I'll like... 
be hanging out with friends and not so much anymore because your friends change. But I'll be drinking like a diet monster or something. But oh my god, Mike, that's gonna kill you. And then, and then I see on Instagram later this motherfucker's hammered drunk. Like <laughs> you just drink a fucking eight shots of vodka and you're this little energy drink is gonna kill me in that fucking literal poison. Like your body is trying to get rid of alcohol as soon as you put it in your body. Yeah. Like that's why you feel like death and drunk and all that. Like right. yeah, that's not gonna kill you. You're fucking ripping cigarettes all day and my diet soda is gonna kill me. I exercise every single day for the last ten. Less 25 years. Yeah. Less 25 years I've done something active. I get my vegetables in. I sleep eight plus hours a night. And this energy drink is going to kill me. Lord, whoever's up there, <laughs> Zeus, kill me. Strike me down with a diet soda lightning bolt. My favorite story about artificial sweeteners um, involves my friend John Romanello, who uh, tells a story about uh, being at a gathering with a bunch of trainers and um, guy sees him drinking a diet soda. And he's like, oh, man, I don't drink that stuff. It's poison. You know, I'm not going to put that in my body. My body's a temple. And then later he sees the same guy in the bathroom of this this place where the this gathering was snorting cocaine off of the top of a urinal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, now you're going to overdose on E. coli and everything else, you the, fuckhead. The contradiction is just painful there. Like, I guess cocaine is natural. I don't know why. <laughs> same with, like, sodium. Like, yeah. I, we don't got to go down rabbit holes, but, like, people read one article and all of a sudden sodium's worse than cocaine and worse than yeah. booze and, like, like beer. Like, I, you and I love a nice beer here and there. Yeah. But even that, it's got a bunch of carbs, got a bunch of alcohol, like, a bunch of things that are probably aren't that awesome for you. Uh, but a diet soda's got nothing. And, and this, uh, our guest is Lane Norton. Lane's super smart, and I read his Twitter all the time. I've known yeah. Lane personally for five, six years. I've read his stuff for a long time. So a lot of things I may come up serious here are probably he's going to repeat because I learned a lot from him. <laughs> uh, but his main argument, on Twitter at least and you know the 240 caption is that fake sugar is much sweeter than real sugar mm -hmm. so the actual amount of fake whatever in a diet soda is so minimal right. like the actual like molecular weight is mm -hmm. so little that it would take you who knows how many fucking cans and, and, and inhumane it's you're unable to consume that much diet soda yeah for it to cause that much of an effect a weird a thing. Effect. A weird thing that I will say is, sometime back I did um, the gut biome test, and it came out saying that I had a uh, accumulation of bacteria that is more common to people who drink a lot of diet soda. And guess what? I sure. drink a lot of diet sure. soda, but I think that that's a lot of people. Sure. And I think that if you're maybe more concerned about it, you might be more concerned about health and the way that you would decide to get your gut biome looked at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you might be more likely to drink diet soda anyway. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I don't really know what to do with that piece I, of information. And I think that's a whole different conversation too. Like we talked about when you break up all these questions we're asking, hopefully we're getting into specifics, right? Yeah. And, and I joke when I say, well, diet soda kill you. We're wondering, is it good? What's about it? Whatever. But uh, people that have different, they're, 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 they're talking together, but they're having different conversations, right? So, so is diet soda optimal? I'm no doctor, but I'd probably say, no, it's not optimal for longevity. It's probably not optimal yeah. for anything. You know, and I've heard people, all these motherfucking gurus <laughs> on the internet saying, if it doesn't help me, I'm not putting it in my body. Like, well, that's dog shit. You know, yeah. that's just dog shit. Like, if it doesn't benefit me, it's not going in my mouth. Like, <laughs> all right, pal. I, I, I like diet soda. I like the taste. That yeah. benefits my, my smile. And yeah. so I'm going to fucking <laughs> drink a Diet Coke. Fuck you. Right. Does it make me a squat five more pounds? No. Well, uh, do I care? No, fuck you. I think that we get caught up too in the difference between things that are good for us and things that are not not as bad for us. One hundred percent. And um, I think that there are certain people that think of food as medicine. Like food is going to 
improve my whatever, yep. whatever. I don't know if I buy into that either. That's another that's another conversation. Yep. But uh, diet so- I fucking love diet I'm soda. I'm like you, yeah. And it, it, the thing that I think that I get a thing that people are concerned about. Let me back up. A thing that people are concerned about is that their body is going to respond the same way to a diet soda as it is to a regular soda sure. or just sugar period in terms of insulin response. Right. And I don't know that that's true. I, I think that it's not true. I would say even if it is true, uh, I don't even know if it is that, uh, if that's a bad thing. If that's a big deal. Because we're having sugar, we have other things in our, our gut, and you guys can refer back to our glycemic index exactly. uh, video or, or podcast, and that'll tell you about it, but I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And and, and, and if worst case is my, my, I have some weird gut biome shit, worst case, mm-hmm. like, again, that's better, better than cigarettes, better yeah. than weight. I mean, like, a hangover literally is your body healing from whatever the fuck you did to it the last night. Right. I don't feel that way after a Diet Coke. No. <laughs> like, I feel fine. No. And I think the negative, it might be person to person. You know, again, talking different conversations. If you're talking about the psycho, uh, psychology of kind of staying on a diet, things mm-hmm. like that, I have heard, and I maybe even feel it myself, drinking a diet soda tends to make me crave some carbs. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you, if you can't control that, maybe now you have to watch your diet Coke consumption, but I can drink a diet Coke and not go eat, eat, eat a bag of chips. So I'm going to drink this fucking diet Coke, and I eat my veggies. I do my workouts. I drink a lot of water. I, I, I shower daily. I fucking work my dick off. Like, what do, What else do you guys want from me? You know? What else do you guys want from me? I feel judged by everyone listening right here. That's Honestly, I've had these conversations with so many people. That's why it's like I'm joking, but I've already said these things to like someone fate eye to eye. Because like, oh, dude, that, that diet soda, that diet soda. Even my mom. I'll yell at my mom yeah. like this too. She'll diet soda. Like, hey, yeah, mom, diet soda's probably not great. I know you smoked like a fucking chimney in the 70s, mom. That probably wasn't a great idea either. I think probably the biggest problem with it is that it costs money. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and energy drinks are not cheap too. Just you know, that's for sure. And but and we're rock star. Whoever wants to fucking sign up, we'll drink that monster. one. Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Come talk to me. <laughs> All right. Let's talk to Lane. We're talking about the uh, fake sugar, about artificial sweet sweeteners, and how people get so upset about uh, whether or not you should use them. And there's sort of two camps there. One of them I'm not going to ask you to really comment on unless you know a lot. And that's the um, do fake sugars cause cancer. It's more the the effect on dieting of using a fake sugar. Yeah. Fake sugar. Is fake sugar going to kill me, Lane? Is diet <laughs> is my diet Coke Zero no sugar going to kill me? So uh, I will comment on both. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Feel free. So, uh, you know, it, it's hard to say that something is completely safe. Um you know, because there's, there's so many things we don't know. But it's hard to say that stuff that we consider safe is really safe. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's always things we might not know. But as far as cancer goes, um, if you look at the research data, the only studies that show a, a possible negative interference with cancer or, or, or negative impact on cancer development were in, in lab animals using extremely high doses so, when you know you're you're looking at doses of artificial sweeteners, where like you would actually drown from like literally drown yourself or dilute your electrolytes to the point where you die from that before you would actually uh, develop any of these problems. So there there is some new stuff like there's been some stuff pointed out with the gut microbiome that 
artificial sweeteners change your gut microbiome. Um, from what I've seen so far, I haven't, it hasn't caused me to throw up my hands and run around and say the sky is falling. Um, you know, it, any dietary change causes a change in your gut microbiome, any dietary change. Um, what we don't know is whether or not that's necessarily a bad change. So that's what we need mm. to determine. Um, now, uh, as far as dieting goes, it's pretty darn clear. Uh, it doesn't negatively impact fat loss. Uh, in fact, there was one study where they, uh, they either gave water or had people drink diet drinks and people drink diet drinks actually lost a little bit more body fat than the people drinking water. Awesome. So, um, <laughs> fuck water, fuck H2O <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. Um, no, and that's not what I'm saying. But, uh, <laughs> to be clear, I love my diet. I'm not saying fuck water. Um, but Lady Norton is anti H2O, internet. Anti H2O. Yeah, fuck that hydrogen monoxide. <laughs> so, uh, the, you know, people make a big deal about, well, it, as soon as it hits your mouth, it causes insulin secretion, this and that. I've never seen real compelling evidence of that. And, like, there's been some people who have sent me stuff where they're like, well, look at this thing, where they saw it. And, like, it should be pretty clear if they increased insulin, there would be a study out there where they just gave a massive dose of artificial sweeteners and they see a big spike in insulin. And I, as far as I know, that study doesn't exist. And people so, can go back to our glycemic uh, index uh, episode. And if, if it does increase insulin, you know, we probably ate something with it or around it or before it or something, and we're probably okay, yeah? That's right. Well, the other thing to consider is, okay, when you drink a diet soda, do you become hypoglycemic about 20 minutes after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I feel no, fine. Yeah. No. Right. So if there was an increase in insulin, but you had no concomitant increase in uh, glucose in your system, then you'd become hypoglycemic or it means that you're also secrete. It's also causing the secretion of glucagon, which acts in opposition to insulin. And any negative effects from insulin will be washed out by glucagon because glucagon actually increases lipolysis and fat burning. So, um, but I, I just don't think it makes a difference, to be honest. Uh, going back to the <laughs> I, study I think, you, you said on uh, uh, perhaps cancer and we would drown ourselves uh, with fake sugar <laughs> before we had a negative effect. What about like packets of sugar? You know, there's stevia, which I guess is natural, but that's a no calorie sugar. But then there's all, a billion, I don't even know all the names. There's a billion things people throw on coffee or, or tea or something like that. Um, is it a little bit more easy to overdose on those things or is it still kind of whatever? Well, I mean, you know, different artificial sweeteners, you know, people make a big argument for stevia, but stevia is actually less tested than uh, sucralose. Mm. So, you know, just because something's natural doesn't make it safer. Now, that being said, there doesn't seem to be any data to suggest that stevia is unsafe. Sure. Uh, so I want to be clear on that. But, um, yeah, people kind of hear the word natural and just assume safe. I believe but, poppy, you know, poppy plants have some things that are natural that well, aren't so great I mean, for us. <laughs> Cyanide's natural, you know. Exactly. Like, I mean, you know, you get that in the apple seeds. Yeah, so, diesel fuel, I mean, but I'm not putting it in my coffee. Right. So, you know, it's all a lot of it's just buzzwords. You know, I think that the, most of the stuff that you see is negative on artificial sweeteners is association research. So they show people who are obese tend to eat more artificial sweeteners. Well, they just probably, you know, 
yeah, that doesn't surprise me because obese people are also more likely to diet. That doesn't mean diet's making them fat. Yeah. I, do you think that some people say, well, I'm having a diet soda so I can spend a few other calories on something else? Sure. I do that all the time. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, I mean, I'm not obese. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're still young, so, you know, anything can happen. There's, there's my... There's my uh, that was my carnivore diet uh, validation. I just see I'm not obese. So it worked for me. So <laughs> diet soda makes you be... a natural pro bodybuilder. <laughs> exactly. If you drink diet coke, you will squat over 600 pounds. <laughs> I'm in. Sign me up. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's awesome. Um, I, I knew this one would be a kind of a short topic, but we thank you very much for your participation with us today. Where can people uh, find you and your array of information? Yeah, so uh, biolane.com is my um, is my site where you can find everything about me. Um, on social media, I'm Biolane pretty much everywhere. Um, I have a book out already, the Complete Contest Prep Guide. So if you're interested in physique competition or just in general looking better, that's a great option, and you can get that at uh, contestprepbook.com. Uh, and then I have my new book coming out, Fat Loss Forever. That's my like 400 page, probably around there, 400 page fat loss manifesto uh, that kind of just really pours into the research of like, how does fat loss occur? How can we optimize it? And how can we get people to lose fat and keep it off, which is the big caveat because there's a lot of books out there on diet. We know that. Not many books out there talk about the diet after the diet or, hey, you lose weight on a diet, but how do you keep it off? How do you maintain it? And that's one thing that, I mean, this book spends whole chapters just on behaviors and uh, the diet after the diet and how to maintain your weight loss and those sorts of things, which to my knowledge, no other book has really covered yet. So I'm really excited about that. And that should be out here in about two or three weeks. So um, get a chance. Uh, that'll be at biolanestore.com, and you can pick that up there. And we'll link all that stuff up in the show notes. Well, thanks very much, Lane, for being involved with us today. Yeah, thanks for your time, Lane. Uh, you're someone I've uh, uh, learned so much for the industry. Uh, uh, should be very thankful uh, to you. I've learned so much over the better part of a decade. Someone who not only talks the talk but walks the walk as a coach and a competitor. Uh, keep doing what you do, man. Uh, uh, we appreciate it. No worries. Thank you guys for having me on. It was good talking to you all again. Hopefully we'll Thanks. see you soon, Lane. Have a good one. Yes, sir. All Take right. it easy, guys. Take it easy. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to share with your friends. Do us a favor and subscribe. You can follow me, Silent Mike, with two Ks on Instagram and Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter, and uh, we'll catch you in the next one. I'm the Jim McDay on all those social media platforms. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at 550%Facts. You can send us a question you'd like to see answered, maybe an expert you'd like to have answer that question on Twitter. Just uh, tag both of us on Twitter. Use the hashtag 50%Facts. It is up on all the platforms with a rating or review. We appreciate those, and we'll get you next time. <laughs>